the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Love Radio Network. Get ready to kick up some dirt and mud because it's time for San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio with Dave Stahl. SDORC is here to further off-roading as a safe family experience while promoting and preserving the natural environment. So whether it's bikes, buggies, trucks, or trikes, San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio brings you the latest news and initiatives in preserving the use of off-highway vehicles and protecting the land and wildlife at the same time. Because together, everyone achieves more. Now, here is your host, Dave Stahl. This is SDORC Dirt Radio right here on FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Audrey's out in the desert playing in the sand. But this hour is brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. If you're looking for a, a company that can come in and maybe help you with your cash registers or help you with your cashiering and uh, you uh, don't, you're having a problem just hiring people, well, they'll come out and if they can do a self checkout system for you, they'll do it. Saves you time, money. And peace of mind, 800-540-2149. Give Jeff, Mark, Beth, Ted, Tony, or Ramona a call. They'll be more than happy to come out. If it works, you'll love it. If it doesn't, hey, you haven't lost anything. Southwest point of sale. Also, we want to thank uh, our good buddies at uh, Alpha Site Logistics. They were probably out there with uh, Ed and the gang this weekend doing a, a, a cleanup. They take care of uh, portable toilets, hand wash stations, hand wash trailers, shade trailers, dumpsters, you name it. If you need it, if you're out there like the the gang was this weekend cleaning up the desert, all of these pieces of equipment are important. Call them at 760-352-8383, make an appointment, or at least get a quote on your next event out in the desert. Audrey, are you there? Oh, yes, I'm here. Okay, very good, very good. So uh, how'd the cleanup go yesterday? Um, I am overly proud of everybody who showed up and and uh, was there to help out, all the participation that we got um, on all four corners of the sand dunes yesterday. Um, I had to wake up early and run over, um, get the shirts and and water over to Gordon's um, with the prizes, drop off the prizes over there, um, and met up with South Coast RV, uh, Chris Viscotti, um, and the owners, um, uh, Bonnie, and I'm, oh, I can't believe I'm breaking, blinking out right now, um, with South Coast RV. They supplied our hot dogs, our food, and a lot of the raffle prizes for the Gordon's and Buttercup side of the event. So huge shout out to them. 
Um, then I went over to Buttercup, set up over there, made sure that they were good to go, had their event shirts, um, did a little bit of the border fence yesterday, uh, was out cleaning up there, um, checked in at Midway, went down Plank Road, which um, for most of you that don't know, back in, you know, early 1900s, the late 1800s, when there was no roads out here, that was where they crossed the sand dunes through, and it was the safest part, um, Plank Road. It's like big wooden um, railroad planks that they stuck down there, and that's how you, you, you know, took your wagon wheel across the desert. Um, so we cleaned up Plank Road yesterday and then headed um, back over to um, around Ogilby and then cut down Wash Road all the way down the train tracks, all the way back over to the beach store um, behind Mama Jeannie at the beach store where ASA was stationed with Glamis Veterans, um, Glamis Vibes, uh, Glamis Black Bag Project, and um, was over there with those guys for a few hours for that part of the cleanup. Um, I I just I'm thoroughly impressed with everybody who came out. Um, we ended up with uh, 75 signatures from Buttercup, 120 signatures at Gordon's Wells, and 367 signatures on the waiver for um, Glamis area and Gecko. So for all the locations and um, the people who actually came up and signed a waiver and everything, we got 562 signatures down um, that will equal through because we did pull a permit. We did work with the Bureau of Land Management to help put this on. So all of those signatures will get reported in. They'll get scanned in and submitted over. And the Bureau of Land Management will be able to get grant hours, match hours for everybody's uh, help and participation that helped out there. Um, For all of those people, for everybody partaking in what we did, for the trash of the people who actually came back and brought it back and returned it to us. Um, In Gordon's, we had two trailers uh, full, a flatbed trailer about 22 foot long. Um, was dropped off by the Bureau of Land Management, and it was over full twice. Um, So approximately um, seven dumpsters there. Um, And then uh, when we came back over to Glamis, there was two deuces, the loads full. So the the deuce got filled um, twice and had to be taken over and dropped off uh, at the dumpsters. And then we had another flatbed trailer um, 20-foot flatbed trailer over there. And so from that side, we had approximately 14 dumpsters full. So between both the north dunes and the south dunes, we pulled out approximately 21 dumpsters full of trash, dune trash, uh, out of the Imperial Sand Dunes yesterday. So I got to tell you, it, it, it sounded like a great event, great for the volunteers, but it just irritates the you-know-what out of me that these idiots would dump that much trash in an area that they could lose in a heartbeat. Yeah. Yeah, it is disappointing. I want to say a lot of the trash that I did see, though, this time, um, you know, from the other cleanups, there wasn't that much out at Olds. There wasn't that much out at the drags to be cleaned up. I was really impressed at that. You know, some of the hills didn't have as much as I thought that they would. The trash that I think that we're seeing is along the train tracks, um, and then in the washes, along the backs of the washes. So to me, it looks like, you know, it's been, um, you know, windy out here. And it looks like just uh, wind picks up and, and things get away from people. 
Um, so I want to say the majority of the trash that I saw out here today didn't look like it was somebody out being in that a-hole and, you know, hanging out at the hill and just, you know, dumping their trash out. Um, you know, to me, we didn't find nearly as much as that as what appeared to be blown away trash. Mm-hmm. So being more prepared for the wind out here, making sure that you have things set down when you're going to go out on your ride, making sure that, you know, you're you're covering the trash can or, or weighting it down somehow or another um, so that the trash doesn't fly out of the trash cans. Um, because actually, yesterday I found, I want to say, two good pop-up trash cans, brand new. You know, you, they're the wire ones. They they pop up. So, you know, they didn't throw sand in the bottom of it. They didn't weight it down. We had a consistent 8 to 10 mile an hour wind yesterday, which was nice. I mean, it blows it right out of your face, the sand and everything. So it, it makes it a, a, for a beautiful day out here. But at the same time, that little tiny extra gust as it goes through can just pick things up and mm-hmm. take it away. So. Right. Well, you know, and again, hats off to everybody that showed up. They should be extremely proud of what they did. I'm sure the Bureau is was just thrilled. Uh, yeah. You know, and that will go up the so-called uh, proverbial ladder to the doorknobs in Sacramento to at least prove to them that, that people do care about keeping the deserts clean. Uh, and, and it'll just make their fight against us even that much more difficult, I would think. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I, I want to do a, a huge shout-out to all the clubs and um, and companies that came together um, at the end and, and supported us. Um, all of our sponsors, you know, we couldn't have done it without you guys, um, you know, from the Glamorous Beach Store giving us the property behind it, which mm-hmm. is owned by Polaris. So that's Polaris um, coming in big with that. Um, Daddy's Famous Foods, huge shout out for Daddy's Famous Foods. They had the hot dogs ready. Um, and so you brought your trash back, you partaked in the drawing raffle, and then you went over and you got a free hot dog from Daddy's uh, Famous Foods in Vendor Row. So that was, you know, pretty awesome. Um, Just having everybody take care of us and having the community come together and work out and throw up the raffle prizes, um, you know, and it it came, it was really made for a beautiful day yesterday. All right. Well, let's take a break. When we come back, let's talk a little bit about the raffle prizes and who donated them because that's all part of the event and it gets people off off the couch and out into the sand. This is S-T-O-R-C Dirt Radio, FM 961. AM 1170. The answer. Folks, welcome back to S-T-O-R-C Dirt Radio, FM 961. AM 1170. The answer. So, hey, I see you had a couple tires out there. Did you call Wayne Miller? No, we didn't call Wayne Miller Mobile Tire for our our tire needs. I'm not too many. I'm not too sure how many would come out from East County or where they come from for this one. Um, But I'm sure Wayne would take care of them if they needed it. It's just a little bit further than his needs, than his uh, capabilities go out in Glamis. Um, But if you're in San Diego... Wayne Miller Mobile Tire for any of your tire needs. 619-596-2800. All right. Very good. So, 
you know, uh, volunteer. I mean, uh, sponsors that donate prizes because I mean that seems what gets people rolling out the door. What kind of prizes uh, were uh, donated, and who were some of the the heavy hitters? Um, we had items from Pro Armor. We had camping supplies from South Coast RV. Um, from we had uh, Polaris donated um, mugs and hats and shirts. Um, Glamis Veterans, um, Savage UTV had UTV parts out there. Assault UTV um, also had uh, UTV parts for you and merchandise out there. Um, we had uh, a lot of good raffle prizes from different people. Um, PRP Seats gave a, a couple of side-by-side door bags and a tool bag. Um, we had... Gosh, uh, Tread Lightly gave um, 50 tire covers. So, you know, your trailer tire or your RV spare tire on the back of it. Um, you know, the, those tire covers go bad every couple years. Um, and I know I needed a new one, but uh, uh, I unfortunately didn't get any of the raffle prizes. So, um, but yeah, we couldn't have done it without... Um, uh, our sponsors and without those donating raffle prizes to us um desert cleanse project um he brought out some really cool maps and of, of which are um bandanas and he was giving them out to volunteers and people um and they're, they have the entire map layout of glamis and they're just super cool um dune and destroy had merchandise out here uh shreddy life had some hats out here so the big shade hat and some regular hats out with some shirts and stuff. Gilmore's Off-Road had uh, whips for us. Um, they had uh, all sorts of different little goodies that were given away from, um, I, gosh, I think he had whip mounts and um, little uh, cup holder thingy to um, um, cutting board that we got from South Coast RV that looks like a little RV thing and um, floor mats for new, you know, when you walk into your RV, mm-hmm. um, South Coast RV, they had new um, connections for your gray water and black water release and just random things that they had around the shop that they were able to donate. So, um, you know, just people stepping up like that and and enticing those to come out and make it fun. There were a lot of kids' prizes that we had um, for them, too, of, like, just fun toys to play with out at the desert, the light-up um, uh, shooter and rocking, uh, shooter, rocket shooters. <laughs> Sorry. It's been those a things long are weekend. fun. Yeah. When you're 10 years old, it's at night, and you shoot it up, and it comes down twirling colors. Yeah. Um, uh, desert Whips, Nick Farmer, <clears throat> a, a light-up whip. Um, donated. Um, we, you know, there was a little bit of everything. I think the Glamis Beach Store had some Glamis merchandise in there from the beach store, and um, we had a, a pretty decent raffle. It, it lasted. It went a lot longer. Um, you know, we were throwing shirts out from Glamis veterans and um, just different um, vendors out there. I think uh, Glamis Beach Shop um, threw in some stuff. So. We, what we do, we couldn't do what we do without those partners. Right. Um, you know, and 
every single one of those people who showed up yesterday, I, you know, it was said on stage. Um, it was said yesterday. It, you know, we didn't ask for money for any of this, um, but we were looking for donations. We're looking for membership. Um, American Sand Association is a $25 annual membership. San Diego Off-Road Coalition has a $25 annual membership. If you can be out here and you can afford the gas out here and you can afford your $10 bag of ice when you run out of ice out here, there's absolutely no reason you can throw you can't throw 20 bucks, $25 down, become a member, mm-hmm. um, you know, throw a donation in and support us. Um, you know, our clubs, we do cleanups like this. We're not we're not just those fun clubs that go out and do trail rides and do trail runs and and such. We're working clubs and our funds go to paying for our lobbyists, to paying for the lawsuits, to keeping the deserts and trails open so we have places to go play. Um you know, one of the things that was talked about out here um, for trash removal, when the Bureau of Land Management just asked us if we'll step up and do an adopt-a-highway out here. Um, that kind of breaks my heart a little bit. The fact that the number one most trash is right when you get on the highway, uh, leaving Glamis Flats right out of the beach store and vendor row when you hit the highway right there. The people don't want to drive down to the dumpsters that are there or the dumpsters full. So when they're loading up, they put the trash bag on their front bumper or they hang it off the back of the car or they hang it off the back of the motorhome, um, you know, and then they don't stop because the dumpster's full. They don't want to go down to the other dumpsters or and or they just forget about it and hit the road. They get 20 yards down the road and up to 55 miles an hour and that bag of trash is now scattered all over, you know, a mile of the freeway as you leave Glamis Flats. And same with Gecko Road. I saw the same thing down Gecko Road as you exit Gecko Road and leave. There's two sets of dumpsters down Gecko Road and no reason why there should be the trash leaving there. And so, you know, we need to get we need to get a hold of a um, uh, uh, a camera company, you know, security mm-hmm. camera company set up some tripods at these there's these areas and make sure these cameras yeah. are good enough to get a license plate and then you can turn around oh, yeah. and i'll tell you what all you'd have to do is hit two or three of them the word would get out and you wouldn't have that problem yeah yep just like with the ghost campers and what they're doing right now um they you know they're just towed a couple more trailers mm-hmm. after this that they they tagged last week and they're going tomorrow because um, people have been camped here since New Year's weekend, and those trailers have been here since New Year's, so they tagged them on Friday, and come Monday or Tuesday, they're getting towed. So, yeah, um, yeah ghost, the ghost campers out here, the Bureau of Land Management's doing a lot to really step up. Um, so I'm hoping, you know, we could do something along those lines, at least, you know, get video or photo of the people and tag them and, and blast them on social media, you know? Sure. it's it sucks that that you know that that little bit of disrespect and that little bit of just oh I'll handle it when I get home and then it's not there because you lost it along the way. Right. You know we need to change that mentality. Yeah. Or you can do is you you give them a fine and put them in jail for ten years. I mean all all you'd have to do is put one person in jail for ten years with no no chance of parole. You don't think that wouldn't straighten things out? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, yeah, I'd be scared straight. <laughs> well, I would be, too. I mean, you know, and, and everybody's so afraid to do that because you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. But goodness gracious, come on, be responsible. Yeah. Be responsible. 
Yeah. You're teaching yeah. your kids. Wouldn't you say that most of the time your kids are with you? And you're, what you're basically doing is teaching your kids to be a slob. Yep. I mean, and if you don't care, if you want to live in a house, you know, and it's filthy and it's got trash on the floor. And trust me, I've known people, I've gone in their house and it's like, OMG, what are you doing in this house? You could catch hoof and mouth. So what's the next, uh, what's the next cleanup since you're not done? Never ends. Um, Yeah, it never ends. We have a a President's Weekend in February, and Ocotillo Wells um, is going to be the next cleanup. We'll be there. I was just talking with Dave Kuski from ASA. He'll be out there with ASA's um, uh, trailer that they're auctioning off, and then they're uh, side-by-side, so he'll have those both out there taking those around. Um, So I'm, I'm excited that we'll be able to see him again and team up with him again for Ocotillo Wells. Ocotillo Wells will be meeting off of the uh, 78 on the backside of Julian when you drop down into where the Discovery Center is. There's a main stage there, and we'll be stationed at the main stage for that cleanup. Um, And that will be with Corva, I believe. Um, Fight for Ocotillo Wells. Friends of Ocotillo Wells is the main one that's hosting that one, Um, and we're teaming up with them to help put that on uh, with the help of state parks. So that would be February 19th, President's Weekend, out at Ocotillo Wells. Um, and then the following weekend after that, we have Pain and Gorge, um, which is February 26th, right? That's right. Yeah. And that's going to be with SD Must, the Second Amendment uh, group? Yes. Yeah, we have SD Must teaming up with us for the Pain and Gorge cleanup out in um, Ocotillo Wells. Um, no, near Ocotillo. You know, uh, I'm sorry. No Wells. Yeah, Painted Gorge. Yeah, Painted Gorge, sorry. On the other side, off of the 8 freeway. Um, in between all of that, I also just got um, contacted by our Adopt-A-Highway, and I need to get out and hit the 8 in Buckman Springs. So anybody who has any speeding tickets or anything along those lines, all of these cleanups count for hours towards that. Um, you know, you have a kid in high school. Towards community service. Right. Hours towards college and um, get those credits toward for high school, uh, for community service um, and the outreach that we do. Um, <clears throat> we, we offer that program, our outdoor outreach. We can write you those letters for your hours. Um, any, if it, you, any of these cleanups that we're doing, Ocotillo Wells, Painted Gorge, the highway cleanup, um, you know, they all count towards community service hours uh and you'd have um, to be speeding pretty fast to need community service yeah so get out there and hammer just get out there and (laughs) hammer it down don't don't be you know just wussing around get out there get up to 130 140 oh i i hit 123 miles an hour yesterday we got to take a break and when we come back i want to talk about my next door neighbor ken stock in his car and hitting 123 miles an hour in the sand drags yesterday oh i thought you were going to say you did it in your in your volkswagen i was going to say i can't even imagine that but this is (laughs) s-d-o-r-c dirt radio fm 961 am 
right, folks, welcome back to S-D-O-R-C Dirt Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The The answer. answer. This segment is brought to you by S&S Off-Road Magazine. If you have not uh, seen this um, magazine or online and you're an off-roader, then you're living in the dark because this magazine... Uh, on and offline is just an amazing periodical. Lots of great stories, lots of history, uh, lots of uh, you know information. If you're a new time off roader, that you know you could utilize a lot. What comes out of this periodical? Uh, what's it come out monthly? It's monthly. Yeah, it comes out towards the end of the month. Yeah, so go to www.sandsorm.com, and I'm telling you, you will not be disappointed. Uh, it'll keep you totally up to date if you if you want to buy you know equipment. There's a classified. If you want to sell gear, you can do the same. Uh, Steve and Sherry have done just a phenomenal job giving back to the off road community. If nothing else, subscribe. It's very inexpensive, and even Ed writes a couple articles a month for them. I do. They have a great coming events uh, column. Right. Uh, section. You yeah. can find all kind of different stuff coming. And that's really important. Also, PRMI Mortgage, Chris Wiley, big off-roader, uh, also loves to support our show. If you're looking to do uh, financing, refi, uh, you're in the military, you want some help with a VA loan, Chris Wiley is the man. Audrey, what's his number? 619 all right. So what else? So what else? You got got a little sand drag action going on out there. Yes. Um, when we finished up with the cleanup yesterday, I headed down to Gecko Road and went over and met up with my my next door neighbor, Ken Stock, and he's got an old school uh, sand rail long travel buggy that um, I. I think, you know, it's one of the fastest cars out there. He competes in the horsepower wars. Um, I mentioned back in August, he won the uh, St. Anthony's Idaho Dunes horsepower wars. He's got a new uh, LS6 twin turbo um, built to the tilt, big board out and um, dyno tuned and my God, pedal to the metal. And we hit 123 miles an hour down the sand drags yesterday. Um, we lead down the drags the whole way. Uh, you want to talk about an intense moment. <laughs> I don't think that there's anything in time that can explain the feeling that, that you get when you're just flying down the sand drags like that and and what type of skills and abilities that you have to have to keep that vehicle going straight forward and in line and not hit one of those whips and endo, you know, end over end and, and lose your life, it, you know, because. Did the hair on your neck stand up, Audrey? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, by far. You know so what I just I mean. want to do a huge shout out and thank you to Ken Stock for taking me out in his car. It's called Anytime Baby, and it's got that name for a reason because, uh, yeah, <clears throat> it, it we can get some. <laughs> Well, it sounds like uh, you had a little fun on top of cleaning the desert. Yes, that's what it's all about. We want you to be out here to have a good time, go for a ride, take a cruise through the dunes, and just stop every so often. And if you see it, don't leave it, you know? That's just all it is. The name of the game is respect. Leave it in a better uh, uh, 
environment than what you found it in and you know tread lightly well without 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 a shadow of a doubt yeah definitely um ed what you had something you wanted to talk about i got a couple of different items that are on my list uh the california air resources board is turning the screws on on on-road motorcycles They've been working on it for a while, and they just recently released uh, what they're interested in doing. They want to curb emissions quite a bit, like six times what the current levels are for uh, hydrocarbons and oxides of nitrogen. They want to add um, onboard diagnostics. They want to add catalyzers, like catalytic converters. Um, they want to go to the Euro 5 standards, which are very, very tight. I read all this recently and i'm kind of um i'm kind of stunned that this is going to make a number of motorcycles out there um impossible to sell that they're not going to be able to anything with a carburetor is not going to be able to to uh pass these tests and i'm kind of upset about it and for sure there's going to be a a couple of years where uh, models will be discontinued they they may come back so here's the problem it takes a motorcycle manufacturer about four years to go from the concept to a motorcycle in the dealer. So with all the designing and building, and, and it, it takes a while. So CARB is looking, and CARB is California Air Resources Board. They're the people in the state that work on um, in improving air pollution and improving air quality. And I have no problem with air quality, but they just need to do it fairly. So they have um, a very aggressive schedule where they are going to need, they will need the air pollution coming out of motorcycles to drastically drop in 2023. And um, 2023 models are almost done right now from the manufacturers. So there's no way they're going to be able to um, redesign, add the features that are required, and and get them built and to the dealerships in time for that. So there's going to be, for sure, a few years lag. And models like the KLR 650, DR 650, um, a lot of the smaller bikes and mid-sized bikes that um, many of them use carburetors, they're not going to be able to pass. Uh, OBD is onboard diagnostic, and that is, um, you know, you can plug in your uh, code reader. So on cars from year 2000 forward, when you take your car in to get smog tested, they don't put a probe in the exhaust pipe and they don't put it on a, a dyno. What they do is they they, compare, they plug the computer into your car and they look for error codes. And if there's no error codes, you pass. But if you get a check engine light, um, your onboard diagnostic is what made that light come on and there's something wrong. There's a sensor or some other part that's bad. So they want to introduce onboard diagnostics to all the street motorcycles. And they're all going to have to have catalyzers, catalytic converters. And one of the problems with the catalytic converter is they get very hot. And, you know, when you put gas in a motorcycle, you're sitting right on top of it. And the engine and the exhaust is right below the gas tank frequently. And the catalyzers, catalytic converters, can be above the flash point of gasoline. And and so I'm worried about uh, motorcycles catching on fire right at the gas station. Um, well, they also weigh quite a bit as well. If you're they, into, they can, if you're in a competition, yeah, and and just it adds expense, it adds weight, it adds complication, it adds uh, a 
a danger. Well, wear and tear on the motor, too. They have to run real lean to mm-hmm. be able to pass with mm-hmm. um, the standards. So we're, we're, we're worried about this. Um, I've been talking to a, a friend who works for a manufacturer, and he's pretty worried about it, too. They said they, they can't even begin to design for what they want for their uh, models to comply with this until everything is settled and the, the, the rules are set. And the problem with that is they're going to set the rules, and then they're going to say the following year they have to comply when it takes four years to get ready. So, so that's a real problem. Um, that's onboard diagnostic. Uh, last Tuesday, I took the day off of work. Uh, California State Parks invited uh, some off-roaders out to the desert, to Ocotillo Wells, to be filmed in a promotional video for California State Parks. So they asked me if I could find any friends to come. So I gathered a bunch of people. Uh, Amy Vollmer, uh, Patricia Urena, uh, the uh, OHV commissioner, she lives out in, in El Centro. She came out for the afternoon. Uh, a new member, Pete and his wife. And then thank you, Audrey, for recommending uh, Kristen with Dustin, Dylan, and Morgan. They all turned out to be the stars of the, of the day. And that little Dylan, he could sure ride a dirt bike. So we went to um, uh, Devil's Slide, and they took some pictures of us more on the west side of the big mountain. So we did some photography there. And it wasn't like like doing crazy stuff. It was more like ride up the hill, turn here and stop, look to the right, look to the left. So I did that eight times. And then other people did it. Well, you screwed it up seven? You know, their standards are very high. Retake, retake. (laughs) Okay, one more time. One more time. Then we went over uh, to the north side of the park. Um, We went over by uh, Tectonic Gorge, and we took a few pictures. We we went around into the mud hills, and we did some other filming. They actually had me go down this this pretty steep, kind of difficult hill. They had me go down it eight or ten times and film that. I thought that was cool. They asked me if I could go up it. I'm like, uh, I don't think anyone could go up that. It's powder, <laughs> a, a foot deep of powder, and it twists, and it's super steep. But I'll go down it. So I went down it. Um, they did some wow. interviews at, with each of us, and it was interesting. I'm be curious to see how it goes. Did you have a clean outfit? <laughs> Actually, I did. I put on some clean pants and shirt. I'm impressed. And one... One of the guys put two GoPros on me, one on my handlebar and one on the chin portion of my uh, helmet. And he said, just go out there and ride for a while. Right. So I went around up and down some hills, did right. a, a couple of jumps. B-roll. I saw this um, hill that looked like, oh, if I jump off the top, I can clear and land over at this place. So I spun around, I did it again, and I, I kind of overjumped. And I landed hard, and both of the cameras swung down. Nice. I want to see how that uh, footage comes. So that was um, that was a fun day. Take a day off of work and be filmed. They also bought us lunch at the Alamo in Salton City. So I'm Aww. curious curious to see how that goes. So now you got to join SAG. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know that uh, the Screen twins um, Morgan and and Dylan had a really good time. They're 16 years old and they've been riding out there their entire lives. Their their parents, Kristen and Dustin, Kristen Conrad and Dustin Ewig. Um, uh, they own property right there across from Akatu Wells, and they're very involved in in the community. And so I'm really glad. 
Um, Amy Vollmer lives in Imperial County. She's a realtor. She helps us out quite frequently as well. Um, and uh, AmyVollmerRealty.com. So she, huge shout out to her for. She helped us a big time with the uh, Lost Lizard. And, yes, she is a huge help with the Lost Lizard and helping us out for that. Um, so I'm I'm really glad that you know state parks reached out to us and we could provide a, a well-rounded um, group to go out and partake in that event. So when's this? Is this thing gonna like run on TV? Is it gonna be? I have eternal? no idea. They didn't tell me anything. You know what I did ask them though? They said, "Okay, can you help us with this?" And, this? and I said, "Well, are you sure this is not a hit piece for off-roaders?" And they assured me it's not a hit piece for off-roading. Yeah. Okay, then I'll help. Um, I really don't know. I, th- I think it's going to take them a couple of months to sort it out. And then um, I think we'll see it on social media and their website. I don't know where. Yeah. So as it comes out, we'll All let right. you know. Well, let's go ahead and take our last break. You're listening to S-D-O-R-C Dirt Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. I don't love it when you come home late and don't even try to call. All right, folks, welcome back to S-D-O-R-C Dirt Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. This segment is brought to you by K&J Termite and Pest Control, family-owned and operated. Uh, these folks uh, live right here in San Diego. They've been doing business for 45 years. If you have any kind of a, an infestation that you need uh, to have looked at, give them a call. Thank them for sponsoring uh, SDORC Dirt Radio. They'll come out. They'll do a walkthrough. They'll give you an estimate on what it would take to eliminate the problem today and then put you on a maintenance program so that you don't have to wait for the little guys to show back up. Uh, these folks, uh, K&J, will make sure they don't come back. So be proactive, not reactive. They'll save you a ton of money and give you a peace of mind that you wouldn't normally have if you've got <coughs> little critters running all over your yard. Audrey's in the desert. Ed is in the studio. Ed, you got anything else that uh, you need to pick up on? That- yeah, we got a few other things. But uh, we just talked about the Air Resources Board cracking down on motorcycles. We're going to have a link on our website uh, probably later today. They have a comment period due. Uh, the comments are due February 7th. If you want to look at it and talk about it and say, oh, this is way too fast, this is way too strict, whatever you want to say, uh, you're welcome to do that. So, Riverside County has a lot of off-roaders in it, and they don't have anywhere illegal for off-roaders to ride. Well, they have a little teeny area called Wildemar in the Cleveland National Forest, uh, but that's not a very good quality uh, recreation place. So I've been reviewing state parks grants for many years, I think 16 years now, and a number of times Riverside brought up a grant request looking for money to to put in an off-road park. And I've looked at it, and I wrote a comment, I wish you well, I hope it comes out. I just found out recently that they have six sites that they're looking at, and they're really going through the process. Um, old old off-road racing star Scott Harden is helping with this, and it looks like they may actually open an off-road park somewhere. They, hmm. they have a couple of different sites, and they have a comment period open right now. Also, I just sent that link to our website guy, and that should be up uh, any time now. So there's um, there's comments. It's hard for me to comment because I don't know these actual areas. 
you know, one of them is a thousand acres, another one six hundred acres, and I, I've never been there, so it's hard for me to say which one I like. But I like the fact that they're doing it, and I'll I will say that. I hope they go. I hope for they they go for the biggest one. It's um, just east of Merino Valley. It's twenty six hundred acres, um, and that to me looks like it would be one of the best areas. You could have all types all types of trails there. From um, single track um, to pod, and then to uh, uh, four by four, um, you know, full size vehicles there. So um, I think that would be the best location for it. But uh, uh, hopefully, the comments are due um, the end of this month. I believe January twenty eighth is when the comments are due for that. Um, so we should have the link up for that as well. If you um. If you're going to write comments, I, I, I saw in the literature that they may have uh, they may look at two parks, one park, a smaller one closer to the population center and then the bigger one further out. So we the more, the better as far as we can tell. And, and make sure when you do your comments, be polite, be professional. Oh, you sure. know, don't be a butthead. Just tell, you know, just and give them good reasons why these parks are important. Talk about your kids. Talk about teaching them to ride, whether it's in a two-wheel or a four-wheel vehicle. You know, give them all the positive sides. You know, get the kids away from the computers, the laptops, uh, the iPhones. Get them outside enjoying the, you know, nature, learning how to camp, you know, build fires properly. You know, identify animals, bugs, trees, and bushes. You know, help get our children head out of all of these electronics that's just poisoning their minds <laughs> i'm gonna see yeah. if i can get scott to come on the radio with us next week um this would be a good excuse for me to talk to him i i've competed with him i remember i was in a race and uh, i saw his uh, name on his pants when we went back and forth a few times that usually means you're behind him that's correct yeah just i did pass yeah. him <laughs> i you know it was a Takati couldn't help Enduro. myself the only way you're gonna see his name is if you're following him. i it was at Takati Enduro, and we were in one of those rock gardens, and I went and rode past him. I stayed ahead of him for maybe five miles, and then uh, he came past me. Well, he wanted to read your butt. So. Oh, yeah. Well, he got a good look at it. I'm sure he did. So, <laughs> hey, go ahead. Correct me if I'm wrong. This new OHV park, um, if, if Riverside County is able to pull this off, and we do get a new OHV park, correct me if I'm wrong, this would be the new, because it, it, it would be a state, park right you know i'm not sure it looks like the riverside county is is taking the lead on it so i think they're doing it in conjunction with the state and here's why there's yeah. this the state nexus is because they're doing it with state parks grant money and and state yeah. parks has a lot of expertise in managing off-road parks riverside county really doesn't have much but riverside county has a lot of off-roaders and they have the desire so i think they're working together in that aspect and it remains to be seen who will be in charge of it, but I kind of think it'll be a county park. And the good thing about that is, is that San Diego County can follow the template that Riverside County is doing, especially if they're successful. And then maybe we can get an off-road park of our own with the help of our friend Joel Anderson. Yeah, that would be absolutely amazing. That so, would be absolutely amazing. That'd be a dream come true. Well... Boy, cross our fingers and we'll do a little bit of work and maybe we can have something in the not too Well, we need to get future. Joel back on. We haven't talked to him in a while. We should. You know, I, I get emails from him. They're, his office is doing stuff. They are active. So, yeah. So, uh, Friends of Akatia Wells, they're a, a small nonprofit that helps the park. 
they applied for a San Diego County Fish and Wildlife uh, grant to help with the cleanup. And last week there was a, a Fish and Wildlife Commission meeting, and they voted on all the grants. They had, I think, five or six grant applications, and all the grant applications were approved. So Friends of Ocotillo Wells is getting the money, about $1,600. They're going to buy uh, trash pickers, you know, the big magnets, like what, what you have, what we have with SDRC, the ones on the wheels, a bunch of the magnet ones like the one I like, which is looks like a beer can on the end of a rod, and it has a handle on it, and you squeeze the handle, and the magnet comes away, and the nails fall off. So uh, getting a bunch of cleanup equipment, a bunch of bags and stuff, and... Um, this is for the cleanup on February 19th, so we're looking forward to that. And um, it's kind of a new, a new way of finding money, the fish and wildlife people. Um, it turns out that when people get caught doing the wrong things, uh, hunting and fishing, they, sometimes they have to pay fines. And these fines are collected, and they're redistributed in the form of grants to projects that help uh, animals, fish and animals, uh, do well. So this will definitely help the animals because there's the uh, the trash that blows around is um, is a menace to the animals. Sure. Anyone has ever seen a video of a of a wild animal with a can or bottle stuck on its head? Mm-hmm. You know, and the person goes over and takes it off. Well, there's a lot of bottles bottles and cans out there, and we're going to be picking and them those all plastic up. things that hold six packs together. Oh, those are the worst. Those with, are the worst. With turtles and right and. Those need to be cut up and put into a bag and with a sealed lid. Or, or just make it into the trash, not tossed out into the desert or the ocean. Just make it into the trash. You know, people throw them off a boat. They throw them out of their back of their car. It, it's terrible. Right. So the website, so people want to ke- you know, pick up on all the information we gave today? Uh, S-D-O-R-C dot O-R-G. Okay. And uh, we have online, give a donation, become a member, $25 annual membership. We really need your donation right now. Um, hit us up if there's areas that you know that need to clean up. Info at sdorc.org. Again, that's info at sdorc.org. We want to hear your input. We value what you want to say. Um, you're, you know, if there's an area that needs a cleanup, reach out to us. We'll happy to help you and, and team up with you and make it happen. And if you want to help sponsor a freeway, that's the other, that's the next thing you can do as well. Yeah, our highway yep. cleanup. Yeah, if you need community service for a student or, or somebody that maybe is infringed on the law a little bit, you need some community service hours, you can come out to our cleanups. Yeah, it's outdoors, fresh you air. You make some friends. You might get a lunch out of it. Yeah. And who knows what kind of treasures you'll find out there. Yeah. I'd, Depending on if you're on the east or the west side of the eight. Yeah. That's right. I love treasure hunting. Yesterday we found a phone in between wash 24 and 25. Um, down the wash is where all the bushes are, and we were cleaning up all the bushes and found a phone. Cool. That was a, like a new iPhone. I took it to my yeah, van and new. plugged it in and brought it up, and I was like, okay, how do you get into these things? And I, I could not find a yeah, way. Yeah, I wouldn't I, think so. All right, well, we got to have to hit the road. Thank you very much for calling in audrey ed it's always great folks stay tuned yak radio coming up really important show on fm 961 am 1170 thanks for joining us for san diego off-road coalition radio with dave stahl the program that is working to further off-roading as a safe family experience while promoting and preserving the natural environment 
To learn more about SDORC and how you can get involved, visit SDORC.org. That's SDORC.org. Join us next week at this same time for more of the latest news and initiatives in preserving the use of off-highway vehicles while protecting the land and wildlife at the same time. This has been San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio on The Answer San Diego. This program is sponsored by Love Radio Network. KCBQ San Diego, k 241 Oceanside, FM 96.1, North County, and AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. 6.1 North County and AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.